Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello and welcome back to the Magic Mindset. Today we are going to talk about deciding to feel good. And I think that's a really important distinction to make before we go into this conversation because too often we just accept how we feel, what our mood is, what our energy is, what our reality is, what our circumstances is. We just look at all those things and we just take them for what we think they are, forgetting that our perception creates our reality. And just because we are perceiving something in a negative light does not mean it is a negative thing. A few weeks ago in the Have a Great Day Everyday episode, we talked about being stuck in a traffic jam and you're sitting in your car and you have a choice. You can be happy because you have a few extra minutes of alone time. You have a few minutes to talk to your children. You have a few minutes to turn down the radio, create some peace, get some calm, get your mood together, or turn on your favorite music, listen to it as loud as you want, get your energy up, or... You can sit in that same traffic jam and be miserable because you might be late or you're going to be rushed or this isn't fair, yada, yada, yada. You know the stories that you're telling yourself. And so all that to say, in every moment we're in, we have a choice. And our choice is how we react to that situation. And that applies so much when it comes to our body and how we feel in our body and how we feel in our life. So that is what we are going to talk about today. I believe that sometimes feeling better is as simple as deciding to feel better. And I know that sounds overly simplistic, and I know that may sound even like I'm spiritually bypassing, but I believe it to be true. Every day we wake up and we decide how we feel. And we do that often without thinking about it. We do it in habitual processes, right? We wake up, we check our phone, we see what notifications we have, we go through our emails, we go to the bathroom, we go on the scale, and we allow all those things to tell us how we feel. And we do that all unconsciously. We do that all habitually, and we do it without stopping to consider how we want to feel. And so like we've talked about many times before, I would love for you to create a practice of checking in with yourself every morning, doing a quick full body scan, just saying, okay, how do I feel? What's going on here? How does my body feel? Do I have any aches? Do I have any pains? Do I feel nourished? Do I feel hungry? Do I feel tired? Do I feel energized? And then from there, how do I want to feel? Well, I want to feel good. Okay, well, what do I need to do? in order to allow that to happen? What beliefs do I need to hold about today? What do stories do I need to tell myself about how today is going to go in order for me to feel excited about the day? Because feeling good in your life is as simple as that. It's just getting yourself into the habit where you don't habitually just react to your situations, react to the stimuluses around you. And instead, you say, okay, no, I'm going, to put, I'm going to put some intention here. I'm going to create some intention and I am going to decide how I feel today. In order to decide how you feel, you need to create some awareness. Creating awareness about what is going on in your mind, in your environment, in your reality, what your habits are, what those habits are leading you to do, how they are leading you to feel. So like a lot of the things that we talk about here, awareness is the first part and that really applies to the stories that you are telling yourself. So let's talk about worry and anxiety for a minute. I will fully admit 
I haven't talked about it a lot here, but I've talked about it in the podcast that I do with my good friend, Nicole. You can listen to those over on the Rock Your Soul podcast. Um, I know I'm not the only person experiencing this. This is something happening very much in our collective, but I've been experiencing and feeling a bit more anxiety than normal. And that's not my normal. That's not something that I wish to attach to myself. I do not want to be a person who is anxiety ridden. I do not want to be identified as an anxious person. And so I try very hard to keep those feelings and that verbiage outside of myself, right? Like I don't want to identify I am an anxious person. That doesn't feel good to me to try on. And so that's the first part of awareness is what story are you telling yourself? Are you telling yourself I have anxiety? Because in doing so, you are claiming that as your own. Where instead you could say, well, right now, I'm experiencing some anxiety. And what that does is it validates you because, yes, it's true. That's valid. You're experiencing some anxiety. You are feeling anxious feelings, but they are not yours. They are a temporary situation that you are experiencing right now, just like a rain shower can come in. We're not going to argue with the fact that there's rain, right? We are not going to sit here and whine and complain that it's raining out. That's what's happening, right? But we also can acknowledge that it's not going to be rainy forever. This is a temporary thing. So all we need to do is ride out this storm. And then, okay, the storm's happening. What do I need to do during the storm to allow myself to feel okay? To allow myself to feel at peace? That's where you decide to feel good. And that's not bypassing your emotions. That's not bypassing your reality or what is happening. It is accepting it and saying, yes, this is true. This is valid. This is how I am feeling. And all that being said, what do I need to feel okay with these thoughts? In asking yourself that question, what do I need to feel okay right now? You're never going to hear your body, your intuition, your higher self give you a response of, I need to wallow more. I, I need to tell myself more negative stories. I need to explore all the negative possibilities. That's not going to be what comes to mind. It's going to be something different. Maybe it's a temporary distraction, right? Maybe you need to turn on the HGTV, something that allows you to feel good. This is not the time. I know it's really popular right now, like True Crime Podcast and all these, like the Jeffrey Dahmer story. No. <laughs> if you are somebody who deals with depressive states, with anxious thoughts, with worry, with mood regulation issues, if you find yourself like in a lower mood than you would like to be most of the time, please stop watching and listening to this type of programming because it is not helping your cause at all. All it is doing is is telling your subconscious that these things that you're listening to are normal and they happen regularly and people are bad and it's just, no, that's bullshit. And so move away when, when you want to kind of numb and distract yourself. Move away from anything that is in the vibration or lower than the vibration that you currently are and instead watch something that makes you feel good, right? Watch something that lifts you up. It can be mindless TV. Like right now I'm watching – Kardashians on Hulu. I think it's entertaining. I think it's just fascinating to watch these people. I think it's great for manifestation because their reality is just a reality that is something that would be incredible. And so why not allow myself to feel that emotional state as opposed to watching something like the Jeffrey Dahmer show where, I mean, I couldn't do it because it instantly was like, okay, this doesn't feel good. This is making me feel worse. This is lowering my vibration. And so, you know, I don't want to go off on a tangent too much here, but 
if you need to be distracted, allow yourself to be distracted, but don't fall deeper into that mood unless you know it's going to be cleansing, right? If you want a good cry, then okay, put on the song. If you want a good emotional release, then okay, put on the notebook, but allow yourself to do it in a way to release pent up emotions, not to sink yourself lower. Like you need to move yourself through these states, not become a victim to them and, and to just let them become this circle reality of, nope, this is just where I sit. Where am I going here? We're going to get back to it. What do you need, right? Asking yourself what you need. Distraction is okay. Um, eating for comfort. This is something we've talked about before. This is something I talk about extensively in the Magic Mindset Self-Paced Program. Eating for comfort is valid. I also talk about this in my book, actually. Um, but eating for comfort is valid. That is always available to you. You never need to earn the food that you are going to eat. You can always consciously decide that you want to feel some dopamine, that you want to feel some comfort. And dopamine and comfort are readily available to you in the forms of food. And that's not a bad thing. That is a beautiful thing. What an amazing way to care for yourself. What an amazing way to show yourself comfort and love, right? Like make yourself that nice, big, huge, warm bowl of soup with some really nice bread on the side with lots of butter because that's just how you need to eat it. And I am not talking like Wonder Bread here. I'm talking like a good, crusty, bougie loaf of something delicious, right? <laughs> Clearly comfort eating is my bullshit. Um, but I decide to do it now. I don't allow myself to hold shame over it because that was something I would do in the past that I realized. Like I was, my body was asking for comfort, which is, I'm sure is something you can relate to, right? Like that's what we do. We want to soothe ourselves, but then we don't allow ourselves that self-soothing. And so we do it anyway. And then we create more shame and more guilt when instead we could just, again, check in with ourselves, create some awareness. What am I feeling? What do I need to feel better? Well, a Sunday would really make me feel better right now. Okay. I'm going to have it. And then consciously have it. Sit with that food. Enjoy that food. Taste that food. And there's a whole rabbit hole we could go into here about being present with your food and being mindful so you don't allow yourself to further go into like a negative headspace of, oh, I shouldn't be eating this or a binge headspace where you're thinking like, well, fuck it. I just might as well keep everything. I don't want to do that right now because that's not the topic. But again, I, there's plenty of episodes on it and I deal with that extensively in the Magic Mindset self-paced course and in my book. And so if that's something you struggle with, please check out those resources. They're cheap. They're available to you. You can find it both on my website, okay? <laughs> um, but anyway, what do you need to feel good? Have the comfort. Allow yourself to have it. And then from there, ask yourself again, okay, I did that. Now what do I need? Maybe you need a walk. Maybe you need to take a shower. That's another really great energy restoring practice. Just wash away the negative shit that's on you. Literally picture it. Do a shower meditation of like just letting all these negative thoughts, all the day's bullshit, picture it walking walking, washing down the drain. Or, you know, when you're taking a walk. I love to imagine the wind is helping release anything that is not good for me. It, I think that is such a great, incredible practice on a windy day to go outside and set the intention that that wind is literally washing, releasing, and taking away all negative thoughts, beliefs, anything that you are holding on to that is just taking it away, helping you release it. Like doing things like this, creating rituals that allow you to acknowledge what you're feeling, but then move through them in whatever way feels aligned to you. 
deciding to feel good is that simple, right? And, and I know that might sound weird to some of you because believe me, as I'm listening to myself saying this, I'm thinking, Heather, 10, 7 even, maybe even 5 years ago would have been like, what the fuck are you doing? You want me to take a shower and picture negative energy washing down the drain? You want me to picture the wind helping me release negative thoughts? Like that's kind of kooky. Okay, whatever. But you know it's even fucking kookier? Allowing yourself to sit in a negative headspace and doing absolutely nothing about it but ruminating in it and letting it get worse. Like objectively, that's the crazy shit, right? And so if you want different, you need to do different. And that starts with asking yourself, what do I need? Well, asking yourself first, how am I feeling? What's happening right now? What do I need to feel better? And then doing something productive that will allow yourself to feel better. Something to keep in mind when you're asking yourself, what do I need to feel better? Is also asking yourself, what am I willing to do to feel better? Because that's important and there might be a disconnect there. And this is something I don't want to cause any shame over, right? But this is something I've experienced with myself. There's been times where I have felt awful in my body. Back when I was regularly binging and restricting and caught in that self-sabotaging cycle of diet bullshit, I would ask myself, well, what do I need to feel better? And I knew what I needed. I needed to get my shit together, right? (laughs) I needed to start being proactive with my health. I needed to start fueling myself better. I needed to stop drinking as much. I needed to check in with myself. I needed to move in a way that was kind to my body, not in a way that punished my body. I knew I needed to do all those things. But at that time, I wasn't willing to do any of them. I I wasn't willing to make those changes because those changes felt so big, right? They felt so lofty. And so if I could go back to Heather all those years ago and talk to her, I would first show her grace, right? She was doing the best she could. And even when she wasn't, it was all that I was available to do, right? And so know that for yourself. Know that, that even though it doesn't feel like you're doing the best you can, you are right? Because by default, that's that's all you're able to do right now. So show yourself grace. But then also scale it down. Scale it way down. You may know what you need to feel better, but be aware of what you're willing to do and know that nothing is too small. There is not a step that is too small for you to take here. And so where are you currently and energetically? Where are you feeling right now? If right now you're feeling just completely gross, disgusting, lazy, unmotivated, all those negative words that we tend to tell ourselves when we're in these depressive states or anxious states or states of of helplessness. So if you're there, what is one step up that you could take, right? Like if you're feeling completely unmotivated, what is one thing you could do to make you feel like you have a little bit of self-efficacy, like you have a little bit of self-trust? The smallest thing. Well, that could be getting a glass of water, right? That could be just making sure that today and today only, you're going to drink enough water. It could be not going through the drive-thru on your way home and instead going home and having an apple just one time, right? You're not going to make yourself do it for the rest of your life. You're only going to do it for today. It can be releasing the idea that you're going to start going to the gym five days a week and instead say, I am going to take a five-minute walk sometime during my lunch hour. And that's it. And it's only for today. It's not something that you are going to do forever. And so baby step yourself, right? Because deciding to feel good is really deciding to make small changes 
in what you do every single day that are going to help you get to where you wish to be in your life. Because that's where big change happens, right? It's not these monumental steps that we're taking all at once. These big leaps, they don't happen regularly. And when they are able to happen, it is only because of all the small baby steps you've taken before that, right? Drastic change is really just little tiny baby steps disguised as one big leap. And maybe we quantum jump, right? Again, manifestation is real. Shifting realities is real. Shifting timelines is very much a real thing, but you need to be energetically ready to do that. And you're not going to be energetically ready to make those huge sweeping changes or step into those huge sweeping sweeping changes unless what you are doing in your daily life is reflective of that, right? Unless you are energetically in that state. And you do that by the small stuff you do every day. And so, you know, all that to say, deciding what you need to do and then knowing what you will do and doing your best to honor it as small as it may be, that is what sets yourself up for success. And when you just keep making those small changes, that's what allows you to feel good by default, right? That's what allows you to change what you do every single day and make new habits, new patterns, new beliefs, new routines in alignment with how you want to feel, knowing that you want to feel good. We all want to feel good. And so let it be easy for yourself. Don't do what I did years ago and just talk shit to yourself because you weren't going to make the huge sweeping changes or, you know, because you've tried to make the huge sweeping changes but always end up back on your ass, right back where you started because Lord knows I did that a thousand times. It's not a flaw on your end. It's not a failure on your end. It is simply asking too much of yourself right now. So nick it down. Just baby step yourself. And if you need help with this, let me help you. (laughs) That's what I do. Schedule a call. Like let's start creating processes that will allow you to feel good because they can be easy. They will be easy once you take them and just boil them down to small little baby changes that will allow you to feel good. Also, think about the stories that you're telling yourself and ask if they're working in your favor. We... It's really easy to get caught up in negative thought loops, right? That's there's there's science behind this, there's research behind this. We are trained, we are evolved to see the negative. It is a self-preservation technique. So seeing negative around you is not a flaw. It, it is what makes you human. It is what has kept our ancestors alive for thousands and thousands of years. However, We've evolved well past that. And so just accepting that as reality is is bullshit, right? That is just bullshit because we can do better. You can do better. And so when you find yourself telling yourself a negative story, oh, they're talking about me. They're judging me. He said this and he really means this. Or I did this and so I'm a loser because I couldn't do this instead. So whenever you find yourself telling yourself a negative story, ask yourself if this story is working in your favor. Because again, when it comes to how we feel, when it comes to what our regular mood is, when it comes to what our personality is, when it comes to how we see the world, it really boils down to the stories we tell ourselves and the stories we give power to. We do not want to give power to the negative stories, right? And so Byron Katie, this is, if you're not familiar with Byron Katie, the work will change your life. That's what it's called. Just Google Byron Katie, the work, it will and completely change your life. And in what the work is boiled down is asking yourself, is this true? And so when you're telling yourself a negative story, ask yourself, is this true? And your initial reaction may be, yeah, 
it's true. Of course it's true because yada, yada, yada. Insert your bullshit here, right? You will want to justify that. But then ask it again. Are you certain this is true? How do you know for sure this is true? And eventually you're going to come down to an answer. And the answer may be, and sometimes it's true, like the rain. It's raining out. It is raining out. Can we change that? No. You got this horrible news at work. Is it true? Yeah. Can you change it? No. And so when you're in those situations where something quote unquote negative is happening, where you're experiencing something negative, if you can't change it, arguing with it is only making it worse, right? It is only making it worse. It's taking that rainy day and letting it become a rainy mood, a negative mood. You Instead, all we have to do, and I'm not saying like, again, I understand this can sound very like spiritual bypassy, right? There's going to be ex- um, exceptions to this. Getting negative news, the loss of a loved one, the ending of a relationship, like things are going to be hits. I'm not asking you to accept those type of things. I'm talking about the day-to-day, the mundane, right? We, if we're caught in traps of regularly just arguing with reality, arguing with reality, like taking negative news and just wallowing in it, what we are doing is taking one bad experience and we are allowing it to change our entire lives because we are the people carrying that negative news experience, whatever, what have you, into where we are right now. Because it only happened once, right? These things are only happening at one time. But when we want to just relive them and tell ourselves stories over and over about these things, that's us harming ourselves over and over again. And so in those situations where it is true, things are shitty, what can you do, right? If it's out of your control, you have to let it go. You have no other choice. Then it goes back to the first question. What do you need to feel better? Move from that place, right? If you can't change it, you can change how you can react to it. What do you need to feel better? That's getting to a place of feeling good and not wallowing in pain. And on the other side of that, most often it's not true. You can never know what somebody else is thinking about you. You can never know what is going to happen in the future. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know the news you're going to get. None of those things are true. They haven't happened yet. And so we need to just release them, right? It's not your problem. It's God's. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's true, right? It is objectively crazier to worry about something that you cannot control. And so get in the habit of asking yourself, what is the story that I am telling myself and is it working in my advantage? And if you're telling yourself a negative story about something that has not even happened yet, then you owe it to yourself to explore the opposite, right? You have to explore the opposite. What if everything went right? What if everything worked out better than you planned? What if everything goes in your favor. This is the topic we're going to talk about in actually just a couple weeks. So I'm not going to go into it that much now, but you owe it to yourself to consider what would happen if everything went right. And in the very least, ask yourself if the stories that you are telling yourself, if you can know with hundred percent certainty that they are even true. And if you cannot know that they are true, which is going to be the case most all the time, stop telling yourself that story. Don't make it harder on yourself because you You can't predict the future. And if you believe that you can predict a future, just please do me a favor and make sure that you are predicting in a way that works in your favor. Feeling good in your body and in your life is really a choice. It is a choice that you make every single day throughout your day in the little mundane things that you do habitually, right? It is 
creating awareness and pausing before your response so you don't make a situation worse by reacting in a way that is not in your favor. It is not telling yourself stories, right? It is catching yourself in negative thought loops and saying, wait, can I, can I be sure of this? Can I know this is happening? Does this story work in my favor? Does this emotion, when I think about this unfolding this way, does this make me feel good? The answer is no. Why are you doing it to yourself, right? Like why are you torturing yourself with what could happen? Catch yourself in those moments and instead think, okay, well, what could happen if everything went away? And if you're not in, or I'm sorry, what would happen if everything went better than you could imagine? And if you're not in an energetic state where you feel able to do that, that's okay too, but just move the fuck away from that story, right? It's not fair to you. That's where distraction comes in, but just making sure that that distraction is going to lift your mood, raise your mood, not lower it. Deciding to feel good really comes down to doing just that, deciding to feel good, making choices that are in alignment with who you wish to be, making choices that are in alignment with your goals in, in, in the way that you wish to treat yourself. We tend to make these things overly complicated and we look at them in a big picture, forgetting that it's just all these little tiny baby steps that we take every single day and just making one shift, one little tiny shift throughout your day is going to eventually domino out and create waves that will change everything and change it drastically. So I'm going to tie this episode up here. My computer just gave me notice I'm down to 4% battery. So I guess it's time for me to shut the fuck up. (laughs) And I'm going to go do some things I know help me feel good. I'm going to go put my contacts in because I'm recording this very early in my robe per usual because that's what I feel the best if I'm being honest. But I'm going to put my contacts in. I'm going to get to the gym even though I don't want to get to the gym right now because I know getting to the gym helps me feel good. And that's what deciding to feel good is. It is doing things in the present that you may not want to do, but you know your future self will be so thankful you did. And so I'm going to get myself together, get myself put together. And instead of going back downstairs and lying on the couch, I'm going to move. I'm going to move my body, process some energy, process some emotions, let myself get out of this headspace that I don't really love that I'm in, like we talked about earlier, because movement allows me to do that and move on with my day. So I encourage you to do the same. What makes you feel good? What makes you feel good? And I'm not talking temporary. I'm talking long-term. What brings you long-term joy? What makes you proud? When you think back on your day, when you're going to bed at night and you look back on your day, what do you look at and go, I'm really thankful I did that. I'm really glad I show up for myself in that way. And I apologize for that little notification. I forgot to turn that off. Um, But if you can't think of anything, well, start. What would make you feel good? What what promise could you start making to yourself that will allow you to do that? That's available to you. That is available to you. Change is always available to you. Feeling good is always available to you. And it's easier than you think. Just go into it with that intention. And again, if you need some help, reach out. You know where to find me. I would love to help you along that process. So if you haven't, always a little plug, please rate and review this podcast. It means the world to me. It helps it get seen and it helps me show up here every single week. And as always, if there's a topic you want to talk about, reach out. Let me know. I would love to cover it for you. I hope you have a lovely day. I hope you feel amazing as fuck. And I will see you next week.